Hello and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And this is episode 23 of Enchantment. Here we go again. There's nothing special about 23. About 23. <laughs> nothing special about it. You're not 24, which is an even number. You're not 25. You're not 22. You're 23. Well, uh, 23 is nothing. <laughs> 23 can be good. Oh, wait. Well, there's a whole movie about the number 23 starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> what movie is that? It's is it called, called the, It's literally called The Number 23. What's it about? It's about that everything in life adds up to 23. It's like some weird fucking like supernatural conspiracy shit. And I think Oh, I thought that was I thought that was 42. No, I think it was 23. Because uh, I've I've definitely heard people like in middle school and stuff being like the, the like 42 is the meaning of the universe. And it's just like complete bullshit. I don't know. I never looked into it. Maybe it's true. But <laughs> anyway, we have a lot to do today. Yeah, today's a big, hefty episode, everybody. Big, hefty episode. But before we get into that, uh, let's review <laughs> what happened last week. Uh, last yes. week, we lost our mother. We Ma- did. We lost our mother. Mama's dead. She died in our arms. She died in our arms because the guards are useless and don't deserve any power in this city. Uh, we talked through all the ways that this could have been avoided if the guards just looked into the hand like four years ago, they could have saved countless lives exactly. of women. And now they're all stapled onto my mom. Exactly. Now my mother's dead because of them, because of their laziness, because of their corrupt <laughs> nature. And also to even further the corrupt nature of the city, Sister Patrice tried to frame me. Well, not Sister Patrice, Mother Patrice tried to frame yeah. me well now she's neither now she's not she's dead she <laughs> she's she's corpse patrice <laughs> corpse patrice corpse patrice which is the best version of patrice <laughs> i'm just imagining her as a zombie now and just be like do you thought you could get rid of me talia patrice it's corpse patrice now <laughs> it's corpse patrice now <laughs> Which, by the way, I looked it up, uh-huh. and it is possible for Patrice to survive. Oh, my God. Yes. And uh, let's just get it out of the way now, because there's just so much to do later. So the way she survives, I looked it up. You have to have killed the Kunari instead of Sir Varnell as part of that rally in Darktown. Oh, my you, God. You would have had to sided with the with the supremacists, because that's how you gain her favor. And then when you get to, um, even though she wanted to stop it, but when you get uh, to like this mission, if you've done that, you have the option to help her frame the Kunari for uh, the death of the Viscount's son. And you can do that. And then the boss fight ends up being with the Kunari instead of with like her little supremacy group. <laughs> and then uh, and then the, the Grand Claire comes down anyway. And she's like, Patrice, look what you've done. Like she still blames it on Patrice. But it, the Kunari this time don't, like, shoot her with an arrow because we killed the Kunari. And then she's like, thank you, Hawk. If you ever need anything, I'm here for you. I would have been so <laughs> fucking angry. I would have been so angry that we aided her. Because would she just be, like, a fucking, like, ally from that point on? I think she only appears, like, once later if that happens. Just because, like... She's like in most instances she would be dead. Like who's really gonna kill the Kunari in the <laughs> in the underground thing? And then who? And then on top of that, you have to then also want to frame the Kunari for the death of the Viscount's son. It's very specific. Yeah, it seems like you have to be very anti Kunari 
to even get to that kind of ending. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, she could be alive. But if she is alive, she's not a villain, which is how we want her anyway. Yeah. She's only good as a villain. <laughs> she's she's no hero. She's not the real Captain Marvel. Exactly. Um, but yeah, speaking of, that's the last thing we did. We're, we're ending, we ended last episode just like reeling from the fact that the Viscount's son is dead and the Viscount's like, I can't be a leader anymore with yeah. my son dead. Yeah, like right now... Kirkwall as a society is kind of more broken than it's ever been. It, it, it's, it's like it's entirely broken. It's like we have the leader who is like having a depression. He, he's like super <laughs> depressed. He's just broken now. So who's here to lead? Who is going to lead this entire city? We have us. We have We're the only people that can. Exactly. We have the the Chantry, a member of the Chantry who actively tried to frame me. <laughs> and yeah. At this point, if I were living in Kirkwall, I don't care if Ferelden just had a blight and might not be the <laughs> safest place to be. I'm still moving go? out of here. Well, they have a good king. We know that. Yeah, Anders is fine. Uh, Anders, yeah. um, Alistair. Alistair's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alistair's fine, and they have a great warden commander, even though no one likes her. <laughs> Listen, Villandrea has respect. <laughs> you hear about Ferelden with that dirty Villandrea ruining everything <laughs> for our king, Alistair. She has All sex long with a corpse. <laughs> but anyway uh yeah the last thing we did was basically the viscount was like get out i need to be alone and um we're just outside reading our journal to figure out what to do next to catch a thief talk to isabella at your high town mansion there's someone waiting at the mansion with important news okay is it the same thing uh demands of the uh i mean i know they're different missions but they both involve exactly going people at the mansion okay. <laughs> you know what's interesting what? about this whole Dragon Age experience? What? I feel like this is one of the few games where I actually read like the quest log to figure well, out what to do. Well, because I feel like it adds. It definitely adds to the world. It's not like <laughs> like a quest log. Like I'm trying to think of like games with quest logs that I've played besides Dragon Age. You play a lot more I RPGs than I do. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the time it's just like, and maybe it's just because we want direction, but yes. sometimes like the quest log never gives additional info. It's always just like, it's never actually helpful where I feel like it is helpful in this. It's just kind of like, you did this and it's like, okay, but what do I need to do? <laughs> um. So yeah, so uh, basically there are two missions that both say there's someone at our house. And we're like, so wait, so which one do we do when we get home? Um, but we do go home. And both Aveline and Isabella are there. And again, we're in our PJs as soon as we arrive. Like, literally, does she like take the... Is she wearing her PJs under her armor? That's the <laughs> it, only... You know what? It's like, um, it's like a Broadway like dress change. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a costume change, a rapid costume change. It's like if anyone has seen Frozen on Broadway, when yes. Elsa changes into her official marketable costume, it literally, <laughs> like someone from the bottom rips it off and it just magically appears. That's what happens here. Yeah, and you do a spin and the dress just like falls and becomes the other dress. 
That's how Talia changes her pajamas. And then she walks into the foyer and there's Aveline and Isabella arguing. <laughs> this is important. Don't interrupt with your selfish prattle. Get off your high horse. Why are you both I here? I have problems too. <laughs> what drink should I order? And who's the father? <gasps> are there any good seats left? <laughs> Damn. Hawk, the Arashok is sheltering two fugitives who have converted to the Kune. He must be convinced to release them. I need your help so this doesn't get out of hand. I'm going to die. <laughs> Got your attention. <laughs> and this is where Isabella... <laughs> I like this moment for her. Because you know what? It, it, it is a, a little breath of levity. After like a really, really tough day. It's like, I'm going to die. And then it's just like, I'm just kidding. I just need to get attention. <laughs> At least uh, Talia's not like, like my mom, you insensitive. <laughs> like you insensitive bitch. My mother just died. The gay Viscount's son just died. The Viscount's depressed. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, that thankfully Tal Talia takes it well. So uh, basically, uh, Aveline tells us that uh, there are elves that have been kidnapped or that have converted to the Kune, but Isabella apparently has more pressing matters. <laughs> Start over. I heard Arashelton die. What's this about? Remember the relic? The one Castillon is going to kill me over? A man called Wall-Eyed Sam has it. This is now the time. I'm trying to keep the entire city from rioting against the Canari. Well, maybe it's connected. What? What? I love the <laughs> zoom. So in this scene, there is this dramatic zoom after once Isabella says oh the they might be connected and the camera zooms past Isabella and straight into Aveline's face like what <laughs> <laughs> like maybe the two are connected what <laughs> and it like it's like it's not even just a zoom the camera also like sweeps down and up it like swings it's to what, her it's what I would like to I would call it like a cinematic version of a novella zoom. If anyone's yeah. ever watched a telenovela, whenever there's a dramatic like thing, like let's say something's been revealed, there will be that like music note that'd be like ding, and then like the camera <laughs> will quickly zoom. It's not even like like a freaking uh, subtle zoom. It will go into that person's face, and they will have like that shocked reaction, and then it cuts to commercial, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. Something else that's great that uh, Manny clocked at one point is that um, they also do the same telenovela zoom when the Power Rangers morph. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. When that whoever says it's morphin' time, it'll zoom into their face like, like a telenovela. Like a telenovela. I'm telling you, telenovelas have—they uh, all share the same cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> like my God, it's like reality shows in that way. But see, here's well, here's the thing about the telenovela zoom. Side note is that at least the zoom is the end of the scene. It cuts to a different scene uh. afterwards. It doesn't continue. Because that's when you know that's when the commercial's either going to come up or we're going to go to a different oh, scene. okay. And then, like... That makes sense. And then it gets picked up. Nothing has happened so far. We have just literally... When we come back, it comes back straight from the uh, when the Zoom happened. Right. Because you're supposed to be, like... You're, you're supposed to be thinking about that shocking reveal. You're like, holy shit. The whole commercial. And then the whole Except commercial. Except here... Although, at the, here, we kind of did that. Because now here we are talking after the Zoom. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes. But this is not a commercial. <laughs> 
<laughs> but in game, it's in, in game, it just it's a, it just just keeps going exactly. And Isabella's very like dodgy with her info. We're like, uh, wait, so why is your relic connected to the Canari? And she's like, it just is. And we're like, okay, but what's the relic? It's just it, a relic. It's something. I need it. I, I need it. It's mine. Why do you need to know? It's my business. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know what it is. They just, I just need it for Castillon. So he doesn't kill me. <laughs> oh my god. And fucking, I just love the name. I love the name uh, Wall-Eyed Sam. I kept thinking it was Wide-Eyed Sam. Because what? that's a phrase, Wide-Eyed. But what What the fuck does Wall-Eyed mean? Are his eyes walls? That makes no sense. Is that just... Oh, how many... Okay, uh, the amount of blind representation is both great and simultaneously ableist. <laughs> We have the invisible if sisters. I'm, if I'm to believe that he's blind and that's why his eyes are walled, then why are they always criminals? <laughs> Except for Sir Otto. Sir Otto, bless his soul. <laughs> bless Sir... Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Even though Sir Otto's a good guy, he dies in the end. As do the invisible sisters. So, yeah, it's good It's good blind representation, but they're always, like, in some way, it's just a little bit wrong. Is is what's-his-face blind? Um, uh, the fa- What the hell is the name of the guy from the DLC? Uh, the father. The, uh, the, <laughs> the architect? The architect. Is he blind? I don't see no pupils. I don't think he's blind, but he does have a weird, like, face. He does. I always thought of him as blind, but he could see mentally. So <laughs> he's, like, tough in that way. <laughs> but, yeah, we get uh, so we get the choice to either help Isabella first or to help the, the with, like, Aveline's air shock situation first. The Canary thing is kind of the main quest right now. So I think if we help Isabella first, we can still do that anyway. Okay. Just, like, meta-textually. Yeah. So let's help Isabella first. The relic issue has to be resolved before we take on the Canari. You trust her this much? Probably not. I wouldn't. Come on. The exchange is happening tonight in a low-town foundry. Whoa. Where did Fenris come from? <laughs> I don't know why Fenris is here. <laughs> and why <laughs> Isabella just walks through, like... Her shoulder clips through him. And he's also standing in a weird position. Like, it doesn't look natural. No, he looks like he's ready to fight a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's really weird. So, basically, we choose to help Isabella because we're like, that sounds like a side quest. Um, Aveline's like, hurry up. And then Fenris is just there. Yeah. And, and then Isabella walks through him. And then <laughs> this this scene uh, trans uh, transitions into... Uh, the interrogation scene starring uh, <laughs> Varric and Cassandra. And I wish, here's the thing. Yeah. I kind of would have directed this differently. I feel like okay. earlier in the game, there was a similar kind of effect where something of the of the story being told kind of interacted with. Yeah. Where I kind of mm-hmm. wish what happened was like, you would see Isabella walk off screen mm. and it would tra- like it would she would walk into like the darkness and then like walk past Cassandra. And that's be like, what uh Flemeth did that at one point. Yes. Cause that that, that's like the natural, like that's what I would find most satisfying. Yeah, because it'd be like, oh my god, look at that. Isn't that a cool effect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just she walks off, fade in, fade out. So wow, that's what happened. <laughs> 
Also, something interesting about these scenes that I'm thinking about now from like a make like from a game perspective mm-hmm. is that normally between like locations, you have to do a loading screen. Like it's like a scene ends, there's a loading screen, and then the next cutscene in a new location. Mm-hmm. But because they do these weird transitions, they must have like that's probably why it's in a black room. Yes, it's just so that like it, you can load it up. Exactly, like, you can tack it onto any scene. And mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about loading up an entirely different environment when the transition's coming. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we go into our interrogation. He was Are just you sure about this. The champion was asked to go to the Canary. I suppose you think she planned the entire thing. Or do you still think I'm lying to protect my friend? There are elements of your story that make sense. And you couldn't have known about them otherwise. Well, that's a relief. But that doesn't mean you're telling me everything. I want this story to be told. You're not the first to get it all wrong. Here's another thing. Speaking of, like, ways they might have been able to do the interrogation better. We've said this entire time. We like that this is how the game is framed. And I think it's great. Mm -hmm. However, I will say, I feel like they never reveal anything. Like, it's never used as, like, a reveal or, like, to get you thinking. There, but, there was a little bit earlier on. Okay, you know what? Maybe that's not entirely well, true. Well, well, I think how how it's being used... The the best way this whole, like, interrogation thing's been used is, uh, like, giving you, like, a foreshadow to what's going to happen. Like, right before right. When we entered the deep roads, it's like... Oh, she would have never wanted to bring her sister if she knew what would happen next. And right, like, that was good. Though I feel like if they kept using that kind of storytelling, like if they kept going like, oh, but you wouldn't believe what happened next, it would well, have gotten very old really quick. I think that's why I'm like, why I feel like it's getting old, because they do basically do that here. Varric is like, well, I'm, because uh, Cassandra's like, really? That's how that happened? That's how uh, I thought uh, she went to the air shock on her own, but the Viscount requested her help, and Varric's like, yeah, I'm not lying. Wait till you hear what happens next. It's like, <laughs> okay, like, no, I am waiting. And, that, let me do and that actually is, like, one of my pet peeves about this kind of storytelling. Like, I do like this, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't like when, like, the, the person hearing the story is like, really? That's how it happened? Yeah, <laughs> like, we've established time and time again that Cassandra thinks it went a different way. Yeah. And I think the best version of that is when she said, bullshit. Yes, that was cool. Because she's, like, angry, yes. you know? Yes. And she's like, you're fucking lying to me. It's not like, wow, that's how it happened. Wow, you know? I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> I like when it's confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the two instances that it worked was the, when she said, bullshit. And then when uh, Varric was telling the fake version of him going into the building and killing everybody... Oh yeah, that was funny. And too. that was funny. And like that that, like was that, really good. that was a very good way of using that kind of like uh storytelling thing. Right. Overall, I think it's been really great, but th- it's, it feels like they tacked this one on just so just cuz it's like, well, an- another big event's going to happen, so let's yeah. put it, you know. Like like it's basically it, it tells you, "Oh shit, something big's going to happen." Right. Get ready. This is when you. This is this is the game telling you get ready. You might need some shit to heal yourself. Yeah. So the, the next thing we do is basically just like the interrogation's over, and then we open back up with us going to Low Town at night so that we can deal with Isabella's mission to meet Wall-eyed Sam. Is there anything else you like to say, Manny? Oh, I love Isabella. 
Do you? Yeah. Because you make fun of her. I don't make daily. You know, it's nighttime and we haven't been like murdered, like mugged yet. It's because we murdered the. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Why are the Kunari here? Just don't. Just ignore it for now. Just walk by, like nothing to see here. So we make it to Low Town, and the Kunari are there. <laughs> and Manny's like, "Just ignore them. We don't. We don't need. We don't need to talk to them. Just ignore." <laughs> I'm just imagining walking by, like, "Hmm, lovely day. Well, I'm just walking to my uncle's house." It's like I can't wait to have pasta. We're gonna have a lovely family dinner. <laughs> it's his fiftieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they go like we know you don't give a shit about Gamlin and then they start killing us no <laughs> so no it would have been even worse if we said we were visiting Meryl <laughs> like you liar you're a fucking liar what are you up to Meryl's looking out her window like is that Talia is that Talia Meryl God stay home <laughs> No, uh, yeah, the Canari are here as part of this mission, which I guess further proves that Isabella wasn't lying when she said that her mission relates to the Canari. Mm-hmm. Um, but a weird thing happens because we don't get a cutscene. The Canari just says, like, idly in the world, is like, give us the relic. And Isabella's like, I don't have it. And, and then, then we fu- just fight. And then they fight. This is the first time that kind of shit happens where it's like, it looks like. You would expect this would be, would be like a, a normal like cinematic cutscene, but no, they just like give us a relic. No, and then they start fighting. And it just us. happens. Yeah, it just happens in the world. This kind of did happen, and we also found it weird then when we were doing Varric's mission with Bartrand, and we walked into the study, and all of a sudden Bartrand's just like ha! <laughs> oh, and, and, and the smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a similar thing where we're like, whoa, wait, what? We're not going to talk? Nope. No time for it's this. It's jarring every time. This is how they cut costs, Brandon. They had to get this game released on time. But we gotta save on lines. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. I don't have your stupid relic. Whoa! Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. So they were talking about the Kunari problem, and she's like, oh, I, I might be killed because of a relic. Yeah, she didn't say the Kunari did it. That's what she... That's I mean, why. she didn't say she stole it from them. <clears throat> well, I guess now we know. Yeah. So we kill all the Kunari. They're dead on the ground. Very pointless. Just like aimless death. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Very Every fighting we have outside main missions is pointless <laughs> deaths. That's true. It would have been nice if we could have reasoned with the Invisible Sisters. Yeah, be like, listen. Help them through their trauma. We see you. You're not invisible to us. You are important. <laughs> You matter. <laughs> and then the entire organization of the Invisible Sisters would have been broken. And then they would have become uh, model citizens of this society. That would have been beautiful. And that would have been, and would be like, ah, you see, Viscount, I fixed your problem without violence. <laughs> you put the Vi in violence, Viscount. <laughs> you, know what el- you know what else? What? The golems. Every time we kill golems, I feel bad. Oh, because and it's all Shale's fault. Because <laughs> Shale had to tell us the truth. I wish I was ignorant to what Golems felt. If I had to kill them anyway, I wish I didn't know that they're all just prisoners of their own body for all <laughs> eternity, waiting for someone to wake them up and kill them. Jesus Christ. You know what, Brandon? That's how I feel about about just life. I'm a prisoner of my own body. <laughs> waiting for the end. Waiting for the end to come. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, it's dark. Um, but yeah, the fight ends, and Isabella comes clean about everything, and she's just like, okay, you know what? Maybe the relic belongs to the Kunari. Relic belongs to the Kunari. You don't say. There's a small chance they want it back. Are you crazy? <laughs> Do the Kunari look like the Sharon type to you? Of course they want it back. I've always known what the relic is. <laughs> I just didn't want to worry you. You've always known? The, the past three years? <laughs> that text would be sacred beyond measure. And you stole it? stole it from them. They followed me here to reclaim it, and it's why they're still in Kirby. That's why they're here? They can't leave. Pirates don't care. They're here because of you? <laughs> so we learn that this relic that uh, Isabella uh, is trying to get, uh, it was held by the Orlesians. Yeah. And the Orlesians plan to return it. But this, <laughs> this bitch is like, oh, I, she stole it. She's a monster. <laughs> I think that at the point that she stole it, Castillon was, like, trying to get it from her. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, why would she steal it? That oh, was she, my thought. Why would she steal it? She's like, why a pirate. would she steal it just for, like, booty? Yes. Just for, like, pirates? Why, why do pirates steal? Do you think it's 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 just because <laughs> they, they, they just want it? Because every pirate has someone telling them what to steal to save their life. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> and I know that either they steal because they just want to do it, or there's some apocalyptic thing going on. Yeah. I don't know. And this isn't apocalyptic. So no. They, she just wanted to steal it, and she was going to sell it for doubloons. Exactly. And now look. She's going to sell it for doubloons of where she could buy prostitutes. Yeah. She doesn't have to buy sex. Look at her. She's confident. She's Is strong. It, if, if she wasn't so selfish, she'd be a catch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, Fenris basically helps us. He's like, that relic, that is the Kunari. It's basically the Kunari Bible. But it's like, if the Kunari Bible, it was, if it was like the original copy written by the disciples. Like, like that's what like, like is. imagine like you were on some like archaeology mission and you had the original Bible. Like, <laughs> like Jesus Bible. And like someone stole it from you so they could sell it for no reason or something. And a pirate steals it. And a pirate steals That's basically what would happen. Maybe giving it back would solve Adeline's problem. I need it to save my own skin. Wow. You could have done something about the Kunari, but you didn't. Done what? The blighted thing didn't show up for three years. The book's right in this building, and I'm not letting it slip away again. So, that's the thing you've been trying to find all this time. So you stole it, and then you lost it, and now they want it back, and they think you have it. Return it to the Kunari. So, it may be a little bit nicer but than, like, outright calling Isabella out, but we basically call her out. We call her selfish. I mean, I wish it was a little bit bigger. I wish she got a more harsher reaction. Because I feel like, first of all, she was, like, not being clear on what the relic was and and like all the information she knows and now despite she's knowing yeah but despite knowing and like she, now she's telling us oh i know it's this and this is like what else do you know because clearly you've been hiding shit from me you are being and a selfish woman yeah and not only is she like hiding it like if it was just a regular just personal thing like whatever who cares but this relic being missing is causing the kunari 
to uprise against Kirkwall. Like, and this is starting a war. There's, there, there are serious ramifications to this. And we basically get the choice on whether once we get the relic from Wall-Eyed Sam, do we want to give it to Isabella or do we want to give it to the Canari? The artifact belongs to the Canari, and you'll let them leave with it. Don't you understand? The relic is the only thing that will keep Castillon from feeding me to the sharks. I can't believe you're... Oh! Fine. You're right. I'll return the relic. It'll go. <laughs> is she lying? Come on. We've no time. She's to lying. Rest. She's lying. Oh my god, Isabella. So we decide to uh, give it to the Kunari because uh, Isabella is a selfish bitch. And. Um, <laughs> oh god. I, I was about to laugh because just when you said the sentence. It's like, do we give it to Wall-Eyed Sam or do we give it to the Kunari? Like, Wall-Eyed Sam sounds like such like a 1940s cartoon character. Like a Popeye <laughs> villain. Like, that's what it sounds like. It does. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it is a weird name. Especially given, like, the seriousness of everything. Yeah. It's like, but Wall-Eyed Sam has it. Oh, yeah, he has it. He doesn't want it. <laughs> he has it. He um, has it already. Well, I, I guess he also wants it. And we're like getting it from him, but and point is, um, yeah, we we give it to the can or we choose that we want to give it to the canary, and Isabella just she's like, you know what? I will, I will listen to you and do that. And it's obviously a lie. But uh, <laughs> after this, we basically go into like this warehouse, and it's extremely sudden because we we finish our conversation, and the door to the warehouse is there, but we don't actually walk through the door. The scene ends to a loading screen, and then we're just in the warehouse once we're done well, loading. Well, I feel like, honestly, do we really need to have that action of us walking into the door? I think we do, honestly. Really? It's like, it's like the equivalent to an establishing shot. Because in the moment when it happens, we're just like, whoa, where are we? Well, okay. You know what I mean? I, I'm What I meant to say, do we need a gameplay moment of us walking in? Like, what if the scene ended and there was just like, it panned to the door to enter the warehouse and we saw them like walking towards that door? I think that would have been fine too. I, mm-hmm. I think it just needed something to show that they entered and that's why we're now in a warehouse. Because especially when the scene starts, the camera's not on us. The camera starts on Wall-Eyed Sam. You know what? How I would have done this? I would have put the interrogation scene here, honestly. But this is optional. That's the thing. That's true. Yeah. This is an optional storyline. Yeah. <laughs> I because wish this we were... could have we could have helped the Kunari first. True. Okay. Were you gonna say you never... wish what? I know I wish like this were not an optional one. This is like how the progression, the natural progression of things. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure Isabella being in your party at all is optional. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think you have to add her. I don't even think you have to meet her. I didn't know. I thought, oh, I thought she was one of those, like, you have to have her. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she's optional. I could I could try to find it, but I'm pretty sure she's optional. Uh, but anyway, so we enter this warehouse, or we end up in this warehouse, and it's like, Wall-Eyed Sam is there, <laughs> and he's being questioned by Tevinter Apostates, and then the Kunari show up, and they all want this relic. Why don't we just kill him? Why don't we just kill him? I, uh, I have it. What just happened? The Tome of Kosa oh. will not fall into Tevinter hands. Blood and spite. Oh my god, everyone wants this relic. Uh-oh. He's getting away. Isabella. This is just a room full of garbage people, isn't it? 
We have the Taventer apostates who believe in slavery. We yep. have wall-eyed, wide-eyed, whatever his name, freaking Sam. <laughs> yes. um, who I don't trust, clearly. Why would you? And then the Kunari who are threatening, like, something's not right right now with the Kunari. <laughs> so, right now, we're in a very dangerous situation. Chaos. This is chaotic. Why am I the one having to deal with this? Why not the because guards? Because we always are, Manny. Because Isabella dragged us into it. And even if Isabella didn't drag us into it, I'm sure we would be responsible for it somehow anyway. Like, Aveline would be like, can you just help me with this? I don't work for you. I just want to be happy <laughs> in my house. I'm sorry that I'm the only likable person in this city that I need to do everything diplomatic. You know, you know, <laughs> you know who Talia is? Talia is me in Animal Crossing. The yeah. only one doing shit for this town. While everyone is enjoying and going out fishing and not contributing to my bridge, I have to work and <laughs> dig shit to make my bridge get built. And this, imagine the Kirkwall game, but instead of like making a village look pretty and stuff, you're just freeing it from oppression. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else is the same as Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> you have to fish, you have to release the prisoners. It's like, yep. oh my god, you got Anders in your town? <laughs> and then All my people keep dying, <laughs> and I need a healer desperately. I, really, I, want I wish Anders was in my town. I kind of wish there was an option to have your villagers die in Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, like The Sims? Like where the you Sims. just put them in a room and remove the door? Exactly. Like, but, like <laughs> what if... I want... I, it'd be an easy... It'd be a nice way for children to understand what death is. There's already a ghost in Animal Crossing, so they could haunt. They could haunt your island. That sounds traumatizing it's as a no, child. If as your a cute ch- game suddenly all of a sudden it's like, who Antonio? He died. Listen, I have Antonio living on my fucking island. I don't need him. To I know because that's the only name I really remember. Oh my! I don't God. think they would kill Isabel. Listen, if. If freaking children can handle the multiverse and weird ass fucking philo- philosophy of Kingdom Hearts, they can handle death in Animal Crossing. I think I think we're getting off track. Yes. <laughs> Point is, Wallite Sam runs off and Isabella chases him. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> but yeah, Isabella chases after Wallite Sam, and should we give a spoiler now or later? Let's do later. It'd be a, it'd be a better reaction for later, but uh, <laughs> after this, after she runs off, she like leaves our party, and it's just three of us. And the three of us, I think it's like Fenris and Anders and Talia. Yes, and we have to fight the Kunari and the Tevinter apostates uh, all on our own. She's gonna run away with it, isn't she? It's all right with us, fifteen. And now we have to fight without her. Great. Fuck you, bitch! Fuck it! Oh, rivalry 15. Everyone's attacking everyone. Alright, let's chase Isabella. Yay! Do we have any real friends? That's that's a question for life itself. All of our friends just want their own shit. Meryl wants to fix a mirror that's gonna cause her to be possessed. Isabella just wants a relic to save her own skin, even though it's causing the entire city to go up in flames. We're very upset. We're hurt that she just walked out on us. So she's just gone. (laughs) She's literally gone. We're left here. And do we have friends, Brandon? Do we have any friends? (laughs) Not real ones. Because even after this, so after the boss fight, we walk outside 
And Wall-Eyed Sam is just dead on the ground, and Isabella's nowhere to be found. And, and there's a letter on his body. Yes. So this she, is the thanks we get. So she had time to go kill this man, <laughs> write a very detailed letter, and leave? Yes. Or, how I'm thinking, she planned to do this shit. And she, oh. she planned to leave with the relic and, mm-hmm. and bounce from us because she's selfish and cruel. I mean, think about it. If if we chose to give the letter, or if we chose to give the relic to her instead of the Kunari, she prob- like she would probably want to leave with it anyway. Like, exactly. Like, is, either way, she probably would have left. Is that the, let's say if we did pick that, is that the outcome? Well, we could talk about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, she killed him. From Isabella. Do she killed White Sam. I have the relic and I am gone. I've lost too much over this blighted thing to let it go again. I know it would be noble to return the relic to the Kunari, but that would require a better soul than I possess. For what it's worth, I'm sorry I lied to you again, Isabella. Is she, is she gone forever? She, so wait, so Isabella gone? Is she gone? After everything I've done for her? So we read her letter. She's basically saying like, oh, if, if I were a better person, I might give it to the Kunari, but I'm not, so. <laughs> you know, at least she's honest. At least she's <laughs> honest with, the, with herself. Here's the thing about Isabella, right? Like, the things that I hate about Isabella are not to do with her flaw. Like, I'm fine with flawed characters. We know this. Yes. And even this is like, this doesn't anger me. I feel betrayed. But I'm not, uh, it's not like Isabella's a bad character due to this. What makes her bad is like, that everything always has to be about sex. But with this, like, even though I'm upset with her, like, I, I'm, I can get down with this. You could get, you could understand her reasoning to do this. Yeah, like this makes me like is it sort of like how Meryl hating Talia back makes me like her more. This makes me like Isabella more because I feel like we're at least getting payoff to like her her qualities, her terrible qualities. (laughs) Like like her having a righteous ending makes no sense to her character. Right. Her if she do- actually did yeah. uh, her- give it to the Canari. It wouldn't be make like, sense. That's, where'd that come from? Yeah. It would and not what, make just sense. Just because we told her to? Because Isabella is not a hero. She is Isabella. She's, yes. She's not a villain. She's not a hero. I, I don't even, I don't even want to say, maybe like if you do the right things and she like does agree to you or whatever, then maybe you could say she's like an anti-hero. But I feel like at, at the core, she's motivated by... Selfishness. Isabella. Yeah. She, she's only looking out for herself. Yeah, and, which, like, I can get down with that. And also, she's been like that for the most of the time we've known her. She's never yeah. put herself in danger for us, like, to help us. It's always about her. Yeah, it's like, she helps us on our missions, and she's our friend. But when push comes to shove, like she has, one, she's she's only looking out for herself. And this is a clear point where, like, Isabella's goals and what's good for Isabella is not what's good for Talia. Exactly. And yeah. like up until now, those have been intertwined. So why wouldn't she help us out in other missions? It's like she's just like being a good friend. But now that being a good friend means ruining her own chances of survival, it's like, well, fuck that. Yeah. Which I think is good. I mean, I like that as a character. It fits the pirate life. Pirates don't necessarily care about each other. (laughs) Uh, It's all about the money. It's all about themselves. 
Yeah, so, and honestly, if Isabella didn't, like, if all things were the same and Isabella actually agreed to give it to the Canary and stuff, we we would be sitting here like, why would she do that? You yeah, know? it'd be like, why? Because the only way for that to happen is if that was a clear character arc that was, yeah. like, set up from earlier. Right. Where it's like, okay, she starts off, you know, being selfish and promiscuous and all this stuff. And then slowly right. becomes a much more moral person in society. But, but that's, that's, not, that's not that's not what we're getting. That's not what we're getting. And that's fine. She, yeah, it's fine. That's her. She has her flaws. She's human. She is. And, or, I mean, she's not an elf or whatever. But, you know, she is a character. She is a rounded character. Yes. Despite all the complaining that she's not rounded. And that's why I like this. Because, like, finally, we're, like we're circling around to something like consequential that's not yeah. sex related this is you know? this is probably the most depth that she had in the entire yeah. game yeah and, and fact, it's definitely affecting us and you could definitely like see that she's not happy about it so she no. does she does have her she's not like cold she's not she does recognize, because she does apologize. Yeah. And she does recognize that, like, if I were a better person, maybe I would be selfless, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. She understands who she is. She understands her flaws. It's, it's just, you know, maybe this could be continued into another game where Isabella could slowly <laughs> become, start becoming a better person. But who fucking knows? If, I, I bet you if that were to happen, she'd die at the end of the goddamn game. Because good people <laughs> always die. <laughs> yeah but at this point we're sort of in denial that she's even gone because we're just so betrayed and we're just like we need to find one of those like beacons where you can character select so that we can see if she's blacked out like bethany and that's yes. will finally <laughs> accept <laughs> that she's gone wait 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 let's 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 check. let's go go to a thing let's because if that bitch left did she just leave us to rot then, you know what do you have to say for this you know what? Thank God we never got in a relationship with her. Oh my God. What a selfish bitch. Yeah, she... Oh, yeah, good thing. I'm terrified that Andrus is going to do something terrible. Why? Because, like, I feel like none of these characters who we can, re we can romance <laughs> are any good. He's the only one who's not done anything terrible yet. So far. My mom's dead. My sister's a great warden. My boyfriend is possessed. And now my pirate friend left me looking like a fucking idiot. Look, she's blacked out. Look, she's, we can't even choose her on our fucking party change party page. How are we, by the end of this game, we're only going to have four people anyway. Look, look at all the friends that don't like me. And Meryl's here with her skeevy ass bullshit. And she can't even, but she, if she's here. I could choose her, but she doesn't like me. And I don't like her. Isabella is indeed darkened just like bethany she is gone from our selection abilities which makes me so fucking depressed because <laughs> like two like okay now we have two this is a, just a failing track record for us we only lost one person in dragon age origins and she and left the very end. at the very end we had all our friends with us yeah. in this game they're freaking going off like flies which I and if you count Carver, if you do count Carver, then that's three. That was just that was a taste of what was to come, Brandon. They're gonna yes. be like, "Don't be safe." You don't think like, you know? I kind of like this because it gives me stakes. Like, oh shit, these people can leave at any moment. That's true because in 
uh, Origins, it was much easier to naturally not lose anyone. Yes. Like, the only thing we had to do to not lose Morgan was be selfish and have a baby with her. Or and not die. Ha- we would have had you know her what at I mean? the end. Exactly. Like, the choice to keep Morgan is not sacrifice yourself. I feel like that's an easy choice. Yes. <laughs> like, if you're if you're trying to not lose anyone. Exactly. Whereas with this, it's much easier to just, like, well, this person just, like, they don't feel close enough to you to feel like they should put themselves on the line for you. And, like, that's that makes sense to Yeah. Me. Like, I was thinking... Like, the whole situation with, like, rival and uh, friend, like, that uh, yeah, that thing. I would assume that if someone was your ultimate rival, they just fucking leave you or try to kill you, and then you would have to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> but no. That would be I intense. mean, Meryl's our ultimate rival, and I she's would, here. I would love to have a Dragon Age where one of your companions turned on you and tried to kill you. <laughs> that would... I mean, that does happen. Like, in, um, in the origins if you poison the urn of sacred ashes Leliana like tries to kill you and you have to kill her oh yes I forgot that that was a possibility I just we did everything so correct (laughs) (laughs) so correct all the time all the time (laughs) but uh, um it's also probably worth noting that um Isabella can also leave you forever uh earlier than this really uh yeah, I looked it up. In this episode, um, if you choose to help the Kunari first and not help her first, she just fucking leaves and does not come back. So so any choice that you make within this area, she will just leave. Um, we can talk about the other options later. Okay. But if you don't if you like choose not even to do this part and just go straight to the Kunari, she'll just be like, fine, fuck you, and she's gonna leave and not come back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not too happy, Mm-mm. and uh, we need to suck it up, much like Hawk always needs to do with her problems, because we need to now actually deal with the Canari, and uh, <laughs> we gotta head to the docks. Brandon, I feel like you're a little <laughs> angry right now. All right, who do we want to bring? Bring Anders. Anders. Aveline. Varric. Varric. A team. A team. The good. I feel like these are the. The, the the three that care about me the most, the ones that are actually good people. Yeah. Even though we get we butt heads with Abilene sometimes, yes. but you know at she least means well. at least she's a good fucking person. She wouldn't run away with a relic that's important okay, to the right. Kunari. And now here I am again, like a fucking idiot, walk up to the Kunari and be like, "Hey, I know you're here for your relic, but my friend ran away with it, so go fuck, just fuck me, I guess." I'd wrap up any other business before we go. It's already a mess. I'm ready. I'm looking at her like, oh. Aveline gives the typical like, you better wrap things up because we might not be able to do them after this. Well, maybe Aveline should do her fucking job, okay? She's doing a (laughs) piss poor job with this city. It's like, maybe if the inadequacy of our leadership didn't cause an uprising, I would be able to go back to my side quests after this. But no, (laughs) things will forever be changed. (laughs) And I put that on you. <laughs> I want to talk to the Kunari peacefully without worrying about my entire life being changed by exactly. it. Exactly. This this just seems like the worst week in Talia's life. Oh yeah, very. It's like mom's dead, sister Patrice <laughs> is dead, so there's no joy. I don't even get joy in the people I'm fighting. Exactly. And uh now Isabella's gone. And <laughs> Aveline's yelling at me to do a job that she should be doing, not me. 
I bet Avalie's probably just like so like I told you so. Like you should have helped me first. I I honestly, if she was like that, I would have fucking punched her in the face. It's I, like, oh, Isabella's gone, and you wanted to help her first because you trusted her so much, mm-hmm. and now look at you. I look at you, failure. Coming back with your tail between your legs. Um, it's like you know what? I enjoyed killing Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I should have stayed with the demon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, this is where literally all your friends start to like be like assholes to you like, <laughs> and Meryl's just like I think you did the right thing Talia shut, shut up, up Meryl <laughs> that's the worst thing you could say right now <laughs> rivalry plus 18 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we do go into the Canari compound at this point because we are done with everything we've done up to this point and uh we don't get to take anyone. We wanted to take Anders and Varric, but instead it's just Aveline, Talia, and a group of guards. And we just talk to the uh, Arashok and try to lower the tensions, but clearly things have reached a boiling point. Greetings, Arashok. No, I don't think so, because she wasn't there. She probably just has the same haircut. That oh. took refuge here. Irrelevant. I would speak to Hawk about the relics stolen from my grasp. Isabella uh, no, has... I don't no. want to sell her out. I don't know where it is. I don't think Talia would turn her back on Isabella, even though Isabella... We're supposed to be best friends. I mean, good friends. I don't know about best, but... Good, good friends. So, I don't know where it is. Your relic could be anywhere. That's true. A truth, but you minimize your role. An issue for another time. We're here for the fugitives. The elves are now Fidithari. They have chosen to submit to the cure. You have not hidden the abuses of your zealots or the corruption of this city. You will understand why I must do this. So we talk to the Kunari. He asks us about the relic, and we're like, I don't know where it is. It's which like, is true. We don't know. We're just we're not giving the full information of what we know. We 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 do not know where it is. We just know who has it. But whoever does. <laughs> like whoever gives full information in this game, why should Tal- why should Talia be the beacon of 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 morality? Because we're the only morality in this goddamn city. Us by us even saying that, we're already the most moral people in the city. Exactly. <laughs> and also I want to say something that uh uh this bothers me. Whenever yeah. they say uh these people have submitted to the cune it just feels wrong. It feels like like a religion or a way of life that should not be here. Well, Manny, it's the same as when people say they're God-fearing. Oh. It's the same thing of what? like, you you have your, it's devotion to like a way of life. But at the same time, part of that devotion is acknowledging that it is like more all powerful, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm God-fearing. I'm God. And the same thing. It's like, well, I submit to the cune. I submit to the cune. What the, like, I bow to it. Like, like it just it makes it feel like the person is submissive and needs to <laughs> and is living in fear. It's like, why can't you be God loving? And why can't love it? Like, I have accepted the cune's ways. Like that would have been like they've accepted the cune. Like, oh wow, or they've converted to the cune. They have le- <laughs> they have learned of the cune's. Many blessing. I don't know anything. Like, well, well, the Kunari just seem like a very like aggressive, like kind yeah. Of race. I mean, everything is like you submit to the Kun, and if you stray from it, you then 
get killed. Or killed in a fire. It's <laughs> everything's very like very structured and very like if you go outside these bounds, you're dead now. Yes. <laughs> That's part of the submitting to the Qunus, submitting to their society's uh expectations of you once you're in it. But uh, uh yeah, they like they get out these elves, who are the ones that Aveline told us about that converted to the Qun. Mm-hmm. And they walk on out and they tell us their reasonings. And he's like, decide for yourself whether uh, whether they're my prisoners or not. Let us look at your dangerous criminals. Oh, the Kunari now. Who did you murder and why? A city guard forced himself on our sister. We reported him or tried to. Holy shit. Doesn't excuse murder. Is it true, Aveline? Are these elves telling the truth? There have been rumors. I will investigate, but they still took the law into their own hands. Their actions are mere symptoms. Your society is the disease. They have chosen. The Vidithari will submit to the Cune and find a path your way has denied them. You can't just decide that. You must hand them over. Oh, shit. Shit got real very quickly. <laughs> Um, yeah. during this. So, uh, this elf comes out and basically <laughs> says, a guard raped my sister. And I'm, it's like, holy shit. And then, and also like the guardsmen did nothing. So they had to take matters into their own hands, which this, this scene just, uh-huh. just proves how shitty of a fucking like town. Like, like as if, as if things weren't bad enough. Now it's like, oh great! Like the guardsman violated a woman. Nothing came of it. This person killed the guard, and now they're arrested. But like, are we surprised? Are we surprised that this that would have happened? Like exactly the type of thing that would happen in Kirkwall. Exactly. And honestly, like, Aveline is not reacting in the correct way. I feel like Aveline should have been like a little bit more empathetic about it and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry that happened to your sister," but still. Like, yeah, I like she does say that doesn't excuse murder, which I think is correct, but she doesn't acknowledge the problems yeah. of like well, what about like why why are the guardsmen ineffective at policing themselves? You are someone who rose to power by exposing a corrupt captain. Exactly. And you, you should of anyone should be the person most aware of the corruption in the guards and most able to fix it. Exactly. You are literally what the head guard of this fucking city and you have yes. not done anything to stop this kind of behavior. She had she didn't do anything to like vouch for the the serial killing victims. And now she's obviously she has a lot going on. Yeah. Like she's dealing with an uprising. She's dealing with these elements. She like she came in with a goal and she's like we need them back. And I'm just going to stick to that. And I'm just going to say what I need to, to justify that. Like, honestly, but like, if I, I like to think that Aveline has the ability to reflect on the issues. But it feels like she doesn't seem like she, like, I would hope that Aveline sees clearly that this is wrong. Right. But like the, the situation around it all. But she seems to be more like forgiving of the guards than of what the guards are doing to, like, the victims of what the guard did. I don't know. She never really mentioned that. She's just saying it doesn't excuse murder. It doesn't excuse... But she's, like, not, like, but no, she's yeah, not saying that, like, that, like, sure, the guard was wrong, but... 
Like she didn't try to say the guard was right in like, any way. Like, like she should have been like. She's just saying you shouldn't have di- killed him. What he did was fucking awful. I'm sorry that happened to you, but that doesn't excuse you killing them. You yeah, I mean, yeah, she she didn't preface the not excusing murder part. And like this whole situation could have been different if we all had empathy. If we all <laughs> had some empathy, it'd be like, listen, I will try and fix this whole situation. Or and even actually, further back in the pipeline, just like listen. Don't rape people. Don't rape people. I feel like there's multiple times. We've definitely said that. What? Earlier in this podcast. Like, stop raping people. Oh, you know what? When we said this? When? During Carol Channing's wedding. Oh, my God. Yes. Because the I guy came and he was like, look at these beautiful women. And the and- the priest was like, this is a wedding. When she should have been saying, stop raping Rape people. people. <laughs> And now here we are again. Learn nothing in three years. This world is sick. That's why. (laughs) God damn it. But yeah, Aveline and the Airshock have a stare down. The Airshock is basically like, their crime was a symptom of your broken society. And then uh, (laughs) what happens now is the Airshock asks us like what we would do in this situation. Tell me, Hawk, what would you do in my place? Should we just deflect and say, why not leave the city? Yeah, why not leave the city? You clearly don't like staying amongst humans. I cannot leave without the relic, and I cannot stay and remain blind to this dysfunction. There is only one solution. Okay, sorry. I was really excited about the finger. Now it happens. (laughs) So he like, Aveline's about to go talk with him, and then the Arashok literally puts his finger up, like, like a, kind of like a shush. Kind of yes. like thing. He doesn't put it to his mouth. He just it's like puts a it don't try face. me. It's like, don't you even fucking think. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't fuck with me right now. Because he says, uh, like, uh, we say that you should leave. He's like, I can't leave without the relic. I can't stand it here. There's only one solution. And Aveline's basically just like, there's no need to go through. The-. And he's just like, don't try me. And then oh. turns his back on her like, fuck, bitch. And then all the airshocks, all the airshock, all the Kunari start throwing spears and killing everyone. I wouldn't, you know, all power to them. <laughs> Manny. <laughs> they're killing people. No, killing people's not right. <laughs> but yeah, they start, they, they basically kill all the guards. And Talia and Aveline are the only people able to escape. And, and it's, this is like the point where it is, it is officially boiled over. It is now, t- it, like, literally the shit has hit the fan. Oh, he just put a finger to her. Oh no, they're gonna. Oh, oh! Well. You know what? I'm not shocked. This seems like it. This is the logical. Like. Logical what? Like, what this was leading to. It was gonna lead to this. Before we escape the like compound Talia and the Arashok have a stare down from across like from the exit and from his like little toilet seat where <laughs> he's like looking down at her and then she like looks back up at him one last time before running out and then Aveline's like Hawk we must go and then you know do you and think the scene that, ends. do you think that stare was like a stare of of respect or a stare of like I'm gonna fucking kill you that's a good question. I feel like it was a stare of maybe. Maybe uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Of like, 
betrayal. Like, he sees Talia as the only respectable person in this entire city. And she is now siding with the people that he hates. Mm. So it's sort of like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And also, like, a little bit of, like, how dare you? Like, how dare you? Like, like I after thought, all this, you're still going to side with them kind like, of thing? Like, I thought you were someone who could see what we were going through. And you're still fighting for them. <laughs> but come on. Like, the Kudari, they have such a regime on their people that they can't even, they can't be what they want without facing death. Exactly. We, we sl- And he's basically trying to say that that's, like, the preferred society. It's freedom, Brandon. <laughs> it's, like, it's, you're free to follow or die. Exactly. You have a choice. You have a choice. Like, you're not free of the consequences, and the consequences of following our not following our specific rules is death. <laughs> but uh, uh, we cut like after this, we cut to a scene where we're in the docks and we've escaped. And already the city is just aflame. It's everything like, is on fire. It's like Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> it is just like Hunchback of Notre Dame. Everything's on fire. And it's just Aveline and Talia walking out, and we get the chance to, like, choose our team. And it's just like, oh, well, the Kunari are everywhere. All right. Oh, shit. Are things on fire? Oh, my God. Shit's on fire. The Kunari must be spreading out. They're attacking the city. Oh, my God. Why? What could they possibly hope to accomplish? They're starting a war. Yeah. You heard the Arashok. He's done playing nice. And damn the consequences. You may be right, but we'll need some help. All right now we should have By our friend! All right! You're safe. Thank the Maker. Oh, we love they us. got you. No. Nope. Darktown is flooded with people trying to get away from all this. The Canari are assaulting the city and fast. The Arashok planned this for who knows how long. All right, let's go to the keep. We have to walk all the way there. We can't just, like, fast travel it. I was just thinking... Yeah. That, like, I, I I was just, like, hoping that, like, mom's death was, like, earlier in the week. Like, I'm just imagining this was all one week. Okay. And, like, mom's death was Monday. And yeah. all this is on a Friday or a Saturday. And just, like, Aveline looking to Tali be like, wow, some week this was, right? <laughs> like, as we're walking through the, like, yeah. flaming city. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Aveline basically, like... She basically predicts or, like, guesses that this was planned because, like, they were suddenly just ready to, like, spread out across the city and, like, ha- like knowing exactly what to do and, like, where to go. And it's like, okay, th- this wasn't, th- this didn't just happen suddenly. Yeah. Um. So, basically, we say we need to go to Viscount's Keep in order to, I don't know. Like, I guess that's where we assume they're going or to protect the Viscount. I'm really not sure. But I guess just like, we have to go to the keep. It would have to be because we're protecting the Viscount. It ha- that's what, that's my I mean, guess. If one, the city's on fucking fire. Who's going to be the <laughs> one who's they're going to try and kill first? It's going to definitely try to be the Viscount. <laughs> yeah. Especially now because one, he's depressed. So he's yeah, super he's vulnerable. Like vulnerable. And as we go, so basically how this is going to work is like you can't just travel there like you normally would. You're going to start in the docks, fight your way through Lowtown, or fight your way through the docks, then through Lowtown, then through Hightown, and then make it to Viscount's Keep, which is kind of cool. Like, I like that uh, that progression of having mm-hmm. to, like, fight your way there. 
from where you are. It, it kind of makes the whole situation feel very dangerous. I mean, clearly the whole yeah. city's on fire, and now you have to fight people along the way to get to Viscount's Keep. Yeah. Like, it just shows how the chaos of the situation. Right. And you kind of see the relations of, like, society at the moment all the way through. Like, you see the people of Lowtown, like, running away mm-hmm. and then fighting the Kunari afterwards. And then at one point you see, like, like there's elven people who had converted to the Kune, like, fighting alongside them at some points. But then also, like, you, you get to the elven alienage later, and, like, more elves are running away. So it's, like, <laughs> it's just chaos. It, uh, the, like, some people agree with the Kune, some people don't, and you just see, like, the devastation. Uh-oh. Kill him! Murder him! They have a sorry boss. That's a mage. Yay. Oh, look, the apostates are coming out to help. Thank you, apostates. Weird. Oh! Wait, these are apostates? I think they are. No, they look like Grey Wardens. From my understanding of the look of our sister's outfit in dark, it that looks does kind of look like it could be our sister. So on our travels and uh, <laughs> our fights uh, heading to the keep, we notice that there are Grey Wardens here. Yeah, the so we this is like right in front of Gamlin's house, basically. And there are just these armored people and we're like, at first we think like, oh, it's like the circle mages or something. But then we notice there's like knights and stuff and Manny notices the armor. Yeah, so I was like, oh, wait, these look familiar. And of course, if the Grave Wardens are around, that only means one, someone must be here or might be here. (laughs) And uh, a clear giveaway could also be their hair. (laughs) Are we the same? Is that our sister? Is that our sister? She has the same hair. Kill these people and make see if this is Bethany. Please, Lord in heaven. She has the same hair. These are Grey Wardens. That these are fucking Grey Wardens. That's Bethany! I knew it would be you. Bethany! I Bethany! Hello, sister. How fitting we should meet here. I live here! (laughs) Last time I checked, you had moved on from Kirkwall. I'm a warden now. We go where we're needed. I cannot believe the Kunari would dare such an attack. This will lead to war with the Free Marches for certain. Can I have my sister back? This caught us by surprise. Well, caught me by surprise. It caught me by surprise twice. (laughs) Then and now, because I don't even remember this happening. I I didn't even remember this happening after we... Like, before... Recording this episode, I forgot this even fucking happened. It was in April, all right? Yes. but um, Of last year. Of last year. Um, yes, yeah, so, like, Bethany's just here with her She's same here. stupid hair. And, and you know what? Her stupid hair, it feels like a refreshing, just like, oh. Oh, my God. My it's sister's like, that's home. the hair. That's what we've been missing. That's what we need right now. Mom's dead. The city's aflame. But my sister's stupid hair is back. And I love the reveal because you have like the commander and he nods at us after the fighting ends. And then he like steps aside and then Bethany reveals herself standing behind him. And she's like, I knew it would be you. Oh, my God. It was nice. It was cute. It was like it was such a wonderful reunion. Well, it's been like three years, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's been three years. And she hasn't even changed her fucking hair. (laughs) We changed our hair, and our hair was nice. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's because we have, you know what? Let's not try to insult Bethany. Bethany, she's our sister and she's back. Yes. Um, but then they start to leave. Uh, they're like, matters take us elsewhere. And they start to walk away. And we're like, what? <laughs> Bethany, no. I fear pressing matters take us elsewhere, but we can spread word to the other friends. Wait, no! Bethany, mother's gone. Wait, I need to tell you about mother. I know. When we got the news, the wardens helped me hold awake. I'm glad you were Stay! In her final moments. This is not the time. Take care of yourself. Don't fucking leave! Bethany, no! I CHANGED MY HAIR, BETHANY! And just like that, they're gone. She's gone forever. That's- this is awful. This is <laughs> fucking awful. Like, first of all, like, I thought it'd be like, oh, Isabella's gone. Maybe Bethany could come back. But nope. <laughs> nope. She- she came in for a second, and they took her away from me again. <laughs> it was- it was very emotional. <laughs> I love how when we tell her about, uh, Mother's death, it's just as like blurted out as if it were in the moment because yes. as soon as we see the option we just choose it we're like mother's dead <laughs> <laughs> like you know what you know how i see this this episode is kind of like if i took dragon age 2 as a tv yeah. series this episode is the end of season two. <laughs> oh yeah and um before this episode starts they would so like freaking uh done a big spoiler that Bethany's going to be returning in this episode. <laughs> like, we have, oh, like, like, the, like, previously the on... commercials. <laughs> previously on and, Dragon Age. And who's back? I knew it would be you. <laughs> this Friday on NBC. <laughs> I feel like the channel... The channel changes every time. <laughs> we don't know when... It, it doesn't have a consistent channel. <laughs> and I feel like even, um, like our release of of this because of like our, our pausing for the pandemic. Uh-huh. It's just like the second season of a show where it's like their schedules all out of whack and it like messes with their ratings this because is, they can never get a consistent this episode is se- schedule. Brandon, this is season 2B. This is what this yeah. is. Um yeah, so Bethany's gone. It's it's very sad. Um and now we're just like, well, time to keep going to the keep and again just like still Collecting ourselves after that as we fight through. Bethany. Are you fucking kidding me? We just... I'm so pissed. I was hoping to be like, Bethany, help your sister. And then she's like back forever. Yes. Bethany. 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 And that's it. That's it for Bethany. All game, I I guess. All right. Series series wrap for Bethany. (laughs) There we go. Oh, yeah. Good job, Bethany. Good job, Bethany. We didn't even get to have you on our side, but... (laughs) Because <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. That reminds me of, like, the costume that... That she has in, like, the loading screen yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and the character select. Die, salad! I don't know what salad was! <laughs> what happens next is gonna need lead up. Yes. <laughs> this was a really intense fucking scene. So... We make it to Hightown. So the Bethany Grey Warden stuff that happened in Lowtown. We fight through Lowtown. And this is us now entering Hightown. And as the first thing we see, and it's sort of like in the marketplace area. The first thing we see is Kunari literally dragging a woman 
by her legs across the ground. And she's just with her arms waving behind her like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Chaos. You can't just walk her to where you're taking her and like push her along. No, because Brandon, the shit has hit the fan. There's no, there's no politeness in war. This is, this is fucking, this is blood. This is violence. Like you can't, but you can't even like walk her. You gotta no. drag her by no. her legs. No, don't give him an opportunity to run away. Grab the legs and drag her. That's their, <laughs> so, that's their thinking right now. It's awful. So um, we, they spot us when we show up and they let her go and she just like runs off. And then we fight them. And it's a bunch of enemies, but then a big... Sarabas, which if you remember from the mission with Katojin, means mage, Kunari mage, or it's a Kunari word for mage. He shows up, he pushes us with the force, we're on the ground, and he's about to kill us until we're saved. I got pushed. Who is this guy? He's a Sarabas. You killed him! Who the fuck are you? Are you gonna replace Talia? I mean, uh... Talia? Oh, I don't wait, Meredith. So this is the first time we finally meet the lady who's been mentioned this entire often. game. Often, yeah, Meredith. Her and her Meredith. blonde. She's like blonde with yeah. like a like a Virgin Mary kind of thing over her head, <laughs> and uh, and a uh, an armor. She yeah, she's very like adorned with armor. She has like the the Templar symbol because we know her her name. We know her to be the uh, the Knight Commander of the Templar, and she just has this like resting bitch face about her. <laughs> she definitely complains at a grocery store. She definitely <laughs> complains. But she's tough. I mean, like, right when we meet her, she stabs through this guy's chest and then decapitates him. And then as he falls, we see her revealed. Um, and and she saves our life. And why, then, why do all the these women uh, look like fucking Captain Marvel to me? I don't know. Like, because her costume <laughs> might not be Captain Marvel, but the top portion of it reminds me of Captain Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. Why does she have a hood on anyway? It's not raining outside. It's like a hoodie under her armor. And she has a crown <laughs> under her hoodie. So imagine wearing big Templar armor with a hoodie underneath, with the hood up, red hoodie underneath with the hood up, and also a crown with a spike in the middle. <laughs> That's her outfit. I feel like those aren't comfortable. The cr- I feel Are crowns comfortable? I would think so. I mean, you're wearing a hat right now. But this is just a regular hat made of felt. It's not made out of, like, metal. It's not metal and doesn't have spikes on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But we do talk to Meredith now that she's saved our life and try to figure out what to do. I know you. Hi. The name Hawk has turned up in my reports many times. You've heard of her before. She's the Knight Commander of the Templar. It's good that we found you, Knight Commander. The Canari are... It's obvious what they're doing. Why would they be gathering hostages? To get everyone important in one place where they can be controlled or killed. Charming. Your skills will be so... Just don't look at my friend. He's not a mage, I promise. Head to the keep and I will see if I can find more of my men. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Andrew didn't slit her throat right there. Look at him. <laughs> I think he hates her. I'm, I don't trust her. But, like, we have a common enemy right now. There's kind of bigger problems. This sheds a little bit of light. So the reason they're dragging people by their feet is because they're gathering hostages and they're putting them in uh, Viscount's Keep, which I guess is to say that they've taken that over too, um, which is interesting. So we've been going to Viscount's Keep all this time. And then by the time we get to Hightown, we realize that they like beat us there by a mile. Like <laughs> not only are they there already, they're like, they're, they're getting hostages. I have, like they're, I mean, I have a feeling they've been just like staking out through the entire city. And we're planning uh -huh. on doing this prior to us even talking. Oh, uh, so like they've they they've been mobilized for yeah, a while. Exactly. They like they knew that this was like their breaking point. Yeah. So I I have a feeling like I don't think it's because oh they're just so they 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 just got there in the nick of time before we did. I think they were ahead of us the entire time. They like had these plans. They mm -hmm. mapped it out. And that's, that can make sense. And that's why Viscount's Keep has been taken over very quickly. They were like probably, they were probably freaking uh, Kunari hidden in the goddamn walls before they <laughs> this even <laughs> fucking started. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they made it in the Chantry. Remember that? Exactly. Yes. And, and they who killed knows? Patrice. We have, it's probably not even just the Kunari. There could have been hidden fucking civilians who have submitted themselves to the Kuhn who helped them take this <laughs> shit over. True. We do know that people are converting, so maybe they're uh, they're part of this. Uh, and we fought against elves as part of it, so exactly. Yeah, I mean, it it, it wouldn't make zero sense. Um, but yeah, uh, we have a common enemy right now with Meredith. So even though she seems menacing, we're you know gonna who, work with you her. know who started like this, Sister Patrice. <laughs> You're right, because she seemed menacing. Remember, her bodyguard almost killed us from walking in the door. Yes. So this is this is exactly how Sister Patrice started, and if you know exactly how that ended up, you know exactly <laughs> how Meredith is going to be. Shot in the chest with an arrow by a Kunari. Shot in the, in the chest. <laughs> you know, we should have known. This this game started with Sebastian shooting arrows in the church. <laughs> we should have known that at least at one point, some fucking uh, sister or mother was going to get hurt. There's arrows flying everywhere in this damn chantry. Of course, someone's about to get impaled. <laughs> but uh, we do continue onward through Hightown. Anyone associated with the government scares me in this game. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fair. Speaking of, Anders pure hatred for this woman. Made him level up. Made him level up. Why are the dwarves? Why are the card of thugs? Why are you attacking me? They're part of the Kunari now. No, they're not. They're fighting each other too. Oh, well. Oh. Is it just because they like they just arrive from, yeah. from chaos? Yes. Eventually, we do make it to the chantry, and when we do, we find an elven man on the ground, and uh, there's like a big fight, and then we help him up. And who does this man end up being, Manny? Oh. Orsino, the first enchanter of the circle. Also, bastard who allowed my mother to get killed. Yeah, so this is if, the first enchanter. If Talia knew that, he would have been dead on the spot. You know, this would have made this week perfect for her. 
It's like, I don't give a shit what's happening right now. You helped that bastard kill my mother. I'm going to decapitate you and throw your head down the stairs. Yeah, um, we definitely did not connect the dots in the time. And I think Talia didn't either, but we know. We now, know, we now. know. Now we know. That you gave books from the forbidden section <laughs> to this man. You are you are basically a Hogwarts teacher. Useless. A useless Hogwarts teacher who doesn't know that children shouldn't be practicing these dangerous arts. <laughs> but we do help him up, and uh, and he's just like looking at all the, the mages that helped protect the Chantry that are all dead now. Who are you? Hello. Are you fine? Are you okay? Many thanks. You're welcome. Oh, you're, wait, wait, wait. I recognize him. He, we, we became him in the face. Yes! The others are dead. The others? Surely they cannot all be. Oh, shit. First Enchanter Orsino, you survive. Whoa. Your relief overwhelms me, Knight Commander. And who will lead us into this battle? You? I will fight to defend this city as I have always done. There's evil... She's the main villain. <laughs> we need to find out why they're gathering hostages. An excellent choice. Let's move quickly. I do not <laughs> trust this the music. At this point, it becomes even more clear to us that Meredith is no good. Oh, God, no. She has menacing music playing around her. She's like, we must do what we can to protect the city. And meanwhile, it's like, hurrah, hurrah. It's like <laughs> one of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she she, she like, just wait aren't we protecting the city why are we playing evil music right now it's like does anyone hear that does anyone hear the, <laughs> the, the menacing music playing in the background oh she's it's everything's fine that must be the kunari no i think it's every time you talk every time you. it didn't play last it didn't play previous scene <laughs> it's like my god I, honestly as i've said i don't trust the government of this city. The government of this city it has been proven time and time and again that it's corrupted. Uh -huh. It doesn't give a shit about its citizens. We have someone who works for the guardsmen and hasn't <laughs> fixed any shit. Well, she did. She's captain of the guards because she fixed shit, Manny. Oh, she fixed shit that one time. You know why she did that? So that she could be the head guard. She didn't do it for the people. She did Man, it for herself. Adeline's a good person. I at this point, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, she no, because if she was a bad person, we'd be getting that music when Aveline talks. Well, may, maybe soon, soon. <laughs> Remember, she didn't apologize to us when she said when, uh, after the <laughs> for fucking to kill made. us in the face. Exactly, she did not apologize to us. In fact, she got even more racist after that happened. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Not wrong, I guess. But uh, we basically get the opportunity because Orsino, the first enchanter, and Meredith, the knight commander, just keep arguing. And we have the chance to choose who we want to lead. And we basically say, we're going to lead. At this point, why not? It's like, I don't and trust like, any of who these. Who are you? Who are you? Who am I? The person who's been fixing this fucking city every day. Who are While you? While you're too busy arresting mages. <laughs> exactly. Ignoring the real problems. And now, now that there's an uprising, now you care. Now you're trying to protect. 
It's just, it's all about her image, Brandon. Yes. She would be thrilled if this was a mage uprising. Oh, she'd be like, finally, I could prove that what I'm doing <laughs> is is right. But uh, we basically, we say we're going to lead, and then we make our way over to the keep, finally. And once we get there, like, a- as we saw, the Kunari have already taken it over. We're on the outside, and we need to figure out how to get in. I don't see any of my guardsmen. This is the only way in. We must assault them now before their numbers grow. Are you mad? They have hostages. We need a distraction. Does she look like someone who cares about hostages? She <laughs> doesn't care about anything. We need a distraction. I don't know if these people understand what the word distraction means. We need to definitely describe yes. this distraction that we have agreed to. Okay, so Orsino walks out and be like, I'm going to cause a distraction. Walks <laughs> out, then shoots an entire giant fucking fireball towards the Kunari, <laughs> roasts at least four of them. And it's like, that's not a distraction. That's a freaking attack. How is and that- literally, the options are like, do we attack or do we use a distraction? <laughs> And then the distraction is an attack. (laughs) (laughs) Like a distraction is like, hey, look at me, and then run away. Not throw a goddamn fireball, then start a battle. And you actually mentioned in this that you expected the distraction to be like Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, the hula dance from Lion King. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's, That's a distraction. That is a distraction. And the whole point of the distraction is to be like, so that they don't kill the hostages. So instead, you just attack them. And, like, that, that, that's going to cause the hostages to be killed anyway. Exactly. You have to distract. That way they don't think you're trying to like stop what they're doing. You're just like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm going to be captured. And I'm gonna... and even if he is the first enchanter, like, oh, I'm such a big target. You should get me. Like, look at me. I'm, <coughs> I'm the first enchanter. Your mother sucks dick and then runs away. <laughs> It's like Marge Simpson. It's true, but he shouldn't say it. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Um, but but this does work. The hostages do not get killed. And by the way, if you choose to attack, you just kill all the Kunari yourself, and the hostages still don't get killed. Oh. So it's basically just like, do you want to find him yourself or do you want to see a cutscene? Is <laughs> basically the option here. You know what? That it, that's fine. I didn't have to yeah. waste my fucking time fighting these bastards. And you know what? That just shows you. The first enchanter could just do all this stuff by himself. They don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, if the first enchanter did it all himself, then he wouldn't have gotten inside. And also, the airshock doesn't like him. That's why it has to be us always. Of course. <laughs> Um, speaking of ways things could have gone differently, I meant to mention it before. Back when we saw the Grey Wardens, uh-huh. if Alistair remains a Grey Warden at the end of Origins, he is the, the commander. Oh my that, god. That's like leading them. That would have been so cute. Yeah. But he's the king, so that's fine. And also, uh, if, so, uh, if you didn't bring Bethany or Carver and they didn't become a Grey Warden, then obviously, like, that portion is also gone from the scene. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Alistair's king, or one of the other endings for Alistair, and your sibling's not a Grey Warden, this scene is so nothing with the Grey Wardens. <laughs> it has, it has like, nothing to do. It's just like, oh. You're Grey Wardens. The Grey Wardens are here. 
Great. Cool. That's fun. I was one last game. Bye. <laughs> but but I, now it's like you see you see your sibling who's been gone from your life all this time. And your mother recently just passed away. Yeah, it's like so much more. This was th- th- I feel like this is a great option. Yeah. If it was Alistair and her, it would have just been sensory overload. It would have been it would have been too much. You'd be like, "What? What?" <laughs> and, and like I probably would have to stop the game for a second and just try to like breathe that all in. <laughs> yeah. But uh anyway, point is, going back to the current situation, we slip past, we enter the keep, and of course, there's even more Kunari inside to fight. That's not a distraction. That's just we'll a sacrifice suicide. one person and we'll go in. That's why she wasn't against it. We might as well just done Meredith's thing. I am shocked Anders doesn't hasn't slit her throat yet. <laughs> like what should we do? Oh, sorry. I thought you were Kunari. <laughs> You're big and ugly, just like them. <gasps> oh shit, Brandon. <laughs> so here we are. Hello. Hey, everybody. Oh, cord. Oh, something happening. What happened? Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Now, here's something, okay? Okay. So this ends up being a very hard fight and all that. Um, We get inside. There's, like, corpses of people who I, I assume live in Hightown, unless they're also gathering people from elsewhere, too. But point is, there's corpses of people on the ground. We fight Kunari. Are these the hostages that we were trying to keep them from killing? I don't think so. I feel like these they are were, dead. <laughs> this well, these are probably some hostages that they were keeping. <laughs> I don't think it's all the hostages. They're just some of the hostages, or these are some of the people they had to kill to enter. The, Maybe these, the are, keep. but they look like citizens. They don't look like guards. Maybe well, they're just like citizens who like fought back. Well, are there like citizens that work at Viscount's Keep? Oh, like, like the secretaries. Like the secretaries, and... the bookkeepers. Yeah, like maybe. maybe I mean, we always see people in there. Exactly. So I would assume these were probably people that were in Viscount's Keep at the time. Mm. And they tried to lock it up. So this is how... Okay, so they tried... And that, so, this is, so these were the people that they fought to capture Viscount's Keep. And once they had it captured, they started collecting hostages. So, yeah. So, okay. Like my sequence of events... They got to Viscount's okay. Keep. There were people... Okay, once Viscount's Keep learned of the situation, they closed yeah. Viscount's Keep with the people who worked previously in Viscount's Keep at the time. Uh-huh. Once the Kunari came in, they killed the people who were in Viscount's <laughs> Keep. Okay. And also started bringing in some hostages from okay. around Kirkwall. And that's where we're at. And that's where we're at. That's <laughs> what I think happened. Yeah. I don't think these are the hostages that... That we were that were already alive as yeah. we tried to get a distraction. Yes, no, no. These are definitely people who were here prior to bringing hostages in. I, I agree. But yeah, once we defeat the Kunari in like the entrance area, we make it to the like main hall area, which is where the Viscount's like throne is. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we get there, we see the Arishok with the Viscount's head just in his hands. This this guy's week is not good. He just lost his son, and now he's dead. And now he's dead. He didn't even he didn't even like get to die without seeing his own son die. But uh, yeah, the airshock has his head, and he just like throws it down the steps. 
with it's his very gruesome with his stupid little fucking crown <laughs> being thrown as well <laughs> yes the crown still it flies through the air and then rolls by here is your fighter In addition to that, someone like you, you hear is like, you're starting a war. And there's like, snap his neck without even addressing him. It's, these people, they, like right now, the shit has definitely hit the fan. If you say anything towards them, they will fucking kill you. Like you you dare speak out against me and just kill him out. Like they, they are not in the business of listening. I would have loved this point. to see the Arishok sit on the, on the throne and look exactly how he does. Had his own little squatty potty throne. <laughs> I like the idea that he sits in it and looks normal because then that means that his throne really is just tiny. <laughs> throne. And he's like, finally, finally, a chair fit for me. I spent four years in this town sitting on your tiny squatty potty throne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um,. So, yeah, at this point, we get, like, a monologue, and the air shock basically tells about how he hates our society, and then, um, uh, like, initiates a fight where we have to prove ourselves. Like that doth Rossi, you feed and feed and complain only when your meal is interrupted. You are blind. I will make you see. Hi. But we have guests. Sinead on, Hawk. I expected you. I did shit for you. But for all your might, you are no different from these bars. You do not see. I can see just, just fine. fine! I see a man who's ready to start a war on principle. And what would the Kunari be without principle? You, I suspect. Are we just gonna do like- We have to fight more people. We did it! You are Vasilit Ahn, after all. Few in this city command such respect. How would you resolve this conflict? By returning the book? So we do fight his, like, it's they're called, like, the Honor Guard. And once we beat him, he's like, very few carry such respect. And he <laughs> asks us how we would resolve things. And I have a few things to say about all of this. First off, the fight with the honor guard does not happen if the Arishok respects you enough. Really? So he does not respect us enough. <laughs> so, I this entire time, I thought I had the respect of this guy. But he clearly <laughs> does not respect me as, as, as much as I thought he did. He respects us, but not as much as he could like, to avoid what this. What would we have to do to earn his like super respect? There's a few things. So one is like if Fenris specifically, because I looked it up, if Fenris specifically was in your party at some point, then you get like an extra dialogue choice mm -hmm. that he likes. There's like another one where you have to come clean about something that like the Chantry did to like, oh, oh, the first Sister Patrice mission mm -hmm. where we had to like smuggle out the Kunari. You have the opportunity to talk to him after. And if you tell him about what happened, then he respects you. And then basically any Patrice mission, you have the opportunity to like, whenever you have an opportunity to like come clean about it or like tell him what happened, then he respects you for being honest. 
but we only ever really did that once with the um like at the end when the viscount asked if we should tell the kunari or hide it and we said to tell him that was like really the only thing that we did to earn his respect yeah that was like one of the few things so not enough to uh <laughs> jesus enough to always be the person that has to deal with him but not <laughs> enough for him not to try to kill us before saying we're respectful oh my god or respectable rather and so i do have another thing to mention here yes because um he asks us what we would do in this situation at this point um we get to respond but isabella can return at this point what (laughs) yes no so isabella always leaves at the end of the mission that we did, uh-huh. she always kills Wall-Eyed Sam and always leaves a letter. But what it says is different depending on certain things. But then at this point, she can return if you have either 50% above friendship or 50% below rivalry. So you can't be in the middle. Or you have to romance her. Why would she come back as a rival? <laughs> I guess... Just to spite you. I'd be like, it was me who took it. Yes. And I would do it again. Kill her. Kill Talia. (laughs) I would give this back to you if you kill Talia. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. That would be fun. I'd be like, you kill this woman right now. (laughs) But yeah, so she can return. We just didn't earn it. So, and, uh, so let me get this straight. After all this is done, would she be able to stay with you? Yes. So she returns and stays with you. Oh my! Uh, so we basically, but had we did not get that option. We did not have any relationship with Isabella for her to stay. So, so in this, she one, was. We were too wishy washy with her. We were never like in one direction. So, in in this area now, you have proven to me that one, we never had the respect. Of the total respect of the Arashok. And yes. that Isabella could have returned but didn't because we didn't care enough for her. Or even did anything terrible for her to even, like, hate us for. Right. We, we were too just in the middle about Isabella. Oh, God. And so, if she does return, she has the relic. Mm-hmm. And you have the chance either to, like, stand up to the Arashok at that point. Or turn in Isabella and allow them to take her as prisoner. Oh, and my God. if you do defend Isabella at that point and not, like, send her as their prisoner, then what happens to us transpires. Uh-huh. Um, minus Isabella being there, obviously. And uh, if you turn her in, the Arashok basically just, like, leaves respectfully and is like, we, we're taking her prisoner and we're going to go now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why could this have happened to us? That would have been such a wonderful end. Well, actually, I don't know. Would that have been a good... To turn in Isabella? To turn in Isabella? After she just came back to help us? Well, if she was a rival, then it would have been it would have been satisfactory. Like, I would have been like, oh, yes, send her away. Send her away. I don't like her. So imagine if Meryl was in this situation. Oh. Would we send Meryl? Would we give her up to be prisoner? Or would we keep her for us to hate her ourselves? Is it one of those, like, only I 
will be the one to destroy Meryl. Yes. I think if, <laughs> if it were Meryl, I would keep her. I wouldn't sell her out. Honestly, I don't... With I feel like I don't care enough for Isabella uh-huh. to just have her get arrested and taken by the Kunari. <laughs> but if it were Meryl, I don't know. There's something deep there. There's a rela- it's sort of a Patrice situation where we don't want her to die. Exactly. We don't want Meryl to die. We want to hate her ourselves because it makes us feel better. Yeah. It gives us a purpose. As as most bullies do. They bully to make themselves feel better. Exactly. Not because of the the victim of the bullying. It's a little bit. Well, for Meryl's case, a little bit of the victim of the bully. Well, when you're when you're dealing with demons. Yeah. The point is, I imagine like if Isabella had come back because she was our rival, we might be similar to her as we are with Meryl, in which case maybe we wouldn't turn her in. That's true. But anyway, point is, that does not happen for us. Isabella's gone, gone. She's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> she's still out there. Well, she's she's free. She's safe now. She's safe. How- she's, she's, she's got Castillon off her back. You can never be safe as a pirate. A pirate's <laughs> life is not safe. Ain't that the truth. But, uh... Here we are. The Airshock asks us how to resolve the conflict. And there's basically like your typical like diplomatic, jokey, and aggressive options. And then you have one option that says like, give you back the book. And uh, we don't want to rat Isabella out, but this seems like a neutral kind of thing. So we go for it. We don't have it. Yeah. Well, we could probably find Isabella and get it. We don't have to say Isabella did it. Yeah. By returning the book. Isabella's story. Oh, fuck! We find her and you can <laughs> There's a few layers to this. <laughs> like, first off, we don't want to rat out Isabella. And then as soon as we choose the option, Talia's like, Isabella ran off with the book. <laughs> it's like, we don't want to rat her out. But Isabella ran off with the book. It's her. It's Isabella. She ran it off. <laughs> she did it. She ran off with the book. Like Two. Yes. Does the Airshock know who Isabella is? That did, we just mentioned did, her by name? Did we ever bring Isabella with us to meet the Airshock? Oh, that's another thing. Um, prior to this, whenever you visit the Kunari compound with Isabella and your your party, she will say, like, I'm gonna stand I'm gonna stay back. Because like there will be a brief cutscene where she says, like, I'm gonna go. Cause she knows. Cause she knows what Yeah. And that's at any time that you visit them throughout the game. We just happen not to have her in our party whenever we did Kunari missions. Mm-hmm. But that's like a cool like uh, addition to foreshadow <laughs> like what her involvement ends up being. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so here we are. <laughs> and then the, the other um, additional like, I guess, way this, this goes weird. So we say we're going to give the book. We mm-hmm. don't know where it is. And then the Airshock's just like, well, screw you anyway. Not gonna happen. <laughs> He's, he, every, it's already too far. Everything is gone. Like, there's no going back after this. There's no Honest, peaceful resolution Honestly, here. the Airshock even leaving peacefully, that would not be able to happen. First off, a bunch of people have just been killed already. You don't think on his way out, Meredith would try to kill him? <laughs> Yeah, true, because it's like, he's taken over the Viscount's Keep, which is basically like taking over the White House. Yes! And then, you would think, just because he's here for the relic, he's still like laying siege on everyone. 
Like, he's already begun this conflict. That Even if he did decide to leave at that point, why would the people of Kirkwall let him leave? They, they, this would not end peacefully. This whole situation does not end peacefully. Yeah. So There's no way for it to. It does make, yeah. I think I feel like this does make a lot of sense what does happen. But, uh, yeah. The air shock is basically just like, nope, I don't believe you. Yeah. And is this not one of your companions? One I suspect you aided? Why you put it that way? I didn't mean to. The plan was to get the tome and give it to you. Admirable. But I still do not have it. You will answer for the crimes of those who serve you. Their offense is yours. The demand of the Kuhn is clear, as it always is. Atash Varin Kata, in the end lies glory. Oh, oh fuck. We have to kill him. We kill everyone. Oh my god. We just sold her out. We didn't mean to! Well, we're about to kill all these people, so they're not gonna get to her. Yeah. A battle ensues. With the Aeroshock and all the Kunari left over. It's basically like every last Kunari in this area <laughs> has... It's like all bets are off. I bet I, <laughs> I bet you all the other Kunari have just been roasted by... Uh, Orsino? Orsino, yeah. It's like, where's my backup? And they're just like charred remains of Kunari. <laughs> and I feel like in that circumstance it would be meredith too like in the same way that patrice like flaunts us yes she'd be like you mean these ones with like a charred like arm it's like give and up Arashok. <laughs> you're surrounded your cune is dead <laughs> um no that doesn't happen but uh we do die yes. uh, in this scuffle because it's very difficult mm-hmm there's just like a ton of Kunari plus the air shock on top of all of that. And I will say there's yet another way this can end that we did not get. Oh God. You can duel the air shock one-on-one with just Talia and the air shock, but it only happens if the air shock respects you. Enough. Oh my God. <laughs> and you'll offer like the opportunity to duel. And then what happens? Like if you defeat him with just like the other Kunari just run away. If you defeat, yeah, like if you defeat their leader, then they just like accept the feat and they leave. Um, but uh, if Fenris is there, he will also suggest a duel, and oh. that's another way to get it. <laughs> I kind of wish but it was, was not there. I kind of wish it was one on one. That would have been a lot more like satisfying. That'd be very like dramatic and meaningful, as yeah. opposed to just like brawl, like <laughs> fuck it, kill everyone, kill everyone. So we do die in this, um, and we get the chance to do that whole conversation over again and we take the opportunity to at least if we're going to do it again let's not let's not rat out isabella <laughs> yes how would you resolve this conflict? okay so what do we want to do now can't we be friends we'll say that yeah let's talk this over maybe one day we'll look back on this and laugh I think not <laughs> the demand of the cube is clear as it always is Alright, so the same thing. Even though we chose a different option, it still goes the same way. The air shock's like, everyone everyone just go kill. Just just, just kill. And, uh, kill them. Like there's no way to like go around this anymore. Just like just no. kill him. Just kill him. And there's a lot. Like there's people throwing spears, the like the archers throwing spears. I mean, it was, it was, there's mages, there's it's warriors. One, it's one of the toughest fights we've had in this game. Oh, it's it's rough. But yeah. we do do it. 
Yeah. Um, by like we kill the mages, we kill the 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 archers, and we like we try to do it methodologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do. He also has this move where he takes his sword and he like impales it into Aveline and like holds her up. But Aveline's by his a tank. Sword. But Aveline's a tank, so that doesn't do anything to her. She just takes. I imagine her just taking it. And just being like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining her just like after she slides off the, the blade, she just spits out blood and be like, is that all you've got? <laughs> like, and he's like, what are you made out of? <laughs> and then she like knocks on her skin and you just hear like a clink clink. <laughs> I'm Aveline. <laughs> um... <laughs> But we do win this fight, uh, and it basically ends with the airshock on the ground and Talia over him, ready to deal the final blow as part of a dramatic ending. You don't talk. It's just like, this is the dramatic final blow. Oh. Yay! Woo! I'll fucking kill you! You do not accept my joke. How? Oh! Oh! Cut his dick off! Anyone else? Yay! We did it! It appears Earthfall has a new champion. This bitch called me champion. Thus ends a dramatic, climactic episode of and, Enchantment. Here we and go again. And this also ends Act Two of Enchantment. Here we go again. So yeah. So the all, the shit has hit the fan. I feel like this ending is more tragic. That well, I don't know. Is this ending more tragic than the ending of Act One? Act One, we lost our sister, but we got rich. Act Two, we lost our mother. We lost Isabella. We lost the I Kunari, like- and and, but we're now the champion of Kirkwall. Which what does that even mean? What does that <laughs> give me? <laughs> I think they are going to explain it later. Where like the champion is just like a title of like you're a, like a hero of our city. Do I get what like the key of the city or something? Do I get like maybe maybe a, it's one of those? Yeah, a free Sunday get, like, at Baskin Robbins. Get like a nice parade. I don't know. The champion. The champion. Oh, here. Like it's like when uh when the Yankees win the World Series and ev- <laughs> they have a parade. Yes. Um, but I I feel like this is more tragic, uh, especially in the world. Yes, because it just because se- it's like before it was just tragic personally, and now it's like the Viscount is dead. All these people have been killed. The city is in shambles. And now there's just like, well, who leads? Yeah, like the power struggle, the power vacuum right now. And also, is the Viscount like, if that's a, uh, if that's like a, um, like a lineage, his son's also dead. So who's, who's going to get in control? I don't think there's a vice Viscount. Like, like, I'm pretty sure it would go, I'm guessing it would go to his son. And if that was the case, then that's even more of a vacuum. It's not even like. Now this ineffective son has to lead. It's even yeah. more like there's literally no one. Like, I kind of wish that um, Talia took the little stupid crown 
walked up the stairs and sat and be like, I'm in charge now. That would have been awesome. If after killing the Aeroshock, everyone's cheering. Meredith says, Kirkwall has a new champion now. And Talia grabs the crown and just and she's like, crosses no. her legs while they cheer. <laughs> but then I feel like the that throne. would sound villainous. That'd be so villainous, but wouldn't that be so cool? <laughs> it be so or this could have been like a weird, like some weird freaking crap with a, with a twist where the son wasn't really dead. He orchestrated this so he could <laughs> gather power and become the new Viscount. That would have been so cool because he sides with Kunari. Exactly. He's like, I only cared for you to rise up and now I'm done with you. But I loved you. <laughs> yes, well, I love power. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But yeah, it's over. And now, uh, uh, as Manny said, that was the end of Act 2, which is to say there will be an Act 3. And if we... And at if, which point? Uh, yeah, if this follows traditional story structure, Act 3 is the final act. Yeah, and if it follows the Dragon Age 2 structure, we're gonna get a time skip. Yep. <laughs> so we're gonna end up catching up with with what the world is like now that all this crap has gone down. Exactly. But until then, uh, do we have? Do you have some Rex, Brandon? Um, I'll try to find some. Do I you? Have, I have. I have plenty of Rex. Okay. Plenty of Rex. Uh, you've been doing a lot of buying recently. I, yeah, it was my birthday. That's why. True. Oh, you know what? We should say. Um, if you go to enchantmentcast.com slash Amazon, then you can buy anything on Amazon and a portion goes to us. We get more uh, support by going to enchantmentcast.com slash Rex for the recommendations. But even doing uh, slash Amazon will give a little bit. Yes. So I have With no additional cost to the purchases. Yes. As Amazon affiliates. As Amazon affiliates. Uh, I have mine. Okay. So... Recently, uh, I tried to buy a face mask from Lush, mm -hmm. um, uh, but unfortunately, Lush, at the day that I went to the mall, when the malls reopened <laughs> here in New York, um, Lush was closed. Okay. So I was very... And also, the, the Lush uh, masks are a little bit of on the expensive side. So I tried to find a different alternative, and I did for even right. cheaper... So, this is called the Queen Helene Jar Mint Julep Mask. The Queen Helene? Queen Helene. <laughs> Jar Mint Julep Mask. Uh, I got the two-pack. So, okay. for $15. Do you know how oh. much, like, the Lush one is? No. It's like 30 bucks. Oh, my for God. For one. It's big, but it's for one. I got two of these. I'm so proud. And um, it's, it's basically, it acts the same. It just doesn't have the coarse nature of the Lush one. Uh -huh. This one, it smells like mint. It feels refreshing on your face. You put it on, for, on your face for 10 minutes. Your face feels like it's just been, like, it's the cleanest it's ever been. Ugh. And it's fantastic. I really need to do more shopping. You know what? I'll, I'll use this. I don't think I've used it. So I recently bought new, like, tank tops to work out in. Mm-hmm. And these are like the quick dry, like they don't feel sticky when you sweat a lot. And I like, because the gyms are closed, I've had to do my running outdoors in the heat. Oh, yes. 
Could you imagine? Disgusting. I, I mean, yesterday I had to go on a bike. I hate and running then, outdoors. Oh, running, running out, in general. Running but. outdoors is awful. Running on a treadmill is fun because it gives you the momentum. But Thank running you. outdoors because the terrain changes. And, yes. and you have to control the speed yourself. Who wants to do that? I want yes. a thing to control the speed. And I don't like being able to... I don't like having to be at the mercy of where I am. I like being all in one place and it's like, oh, there's my water. There's the bathroom. Exactly. It's <laughs> there's the TV for me to watch as I run. Oh, I can't do that. I can't watch TV and run at the same time or else I'll trip. Oh, I've done that. Where I've actually at one point closed my eyes while running and I fell off. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> I closed my because I was really into the moment. I was listening to some really intense music. I was like, yes, yes. And then I, I fell. <laughs> oh my God. So buy the shirts. I'm going to I'm gonna put a three pack because I got a three pack of them, mm -hmm. which is cheaper than like buying them separately. It's nice. But yeah, there we go. Enchantmentcast.com slash Rex for those, or Enchantmentcast.com slash Amazon to buy anything of your choosing mm -hmm. at no additional cost because we are Amazon affiliates, which I think you're technically supposed to say. So <laughs> we're Amazon affiliates. We're Amazon affiliates, yes. Um, also, you can go to Enchantmentcast.com slash Amazon where for free you can get... Oh, by the way. Yes. So I've received word that when you use it, you actually get two free books with your free trial now. What? I increased it. Yes. <gasps> Look at that. So now you could get two books instead of one. Look at that. You could yes. you could read so many things. You could read a listen. Not, a listen to them, not read them. You don't get the physical book, which is good for the environment. Yeah. Um, because um so my mom was like, I I, I want to get this audiobook and I was like, well, you could get this you can get it free with my free trial in Tomcast. So I helped her like set that up. And then that's when I realized I was like, wait, you get two free. So this is that. news to me. So they must have increased it at some point, but uh, you can do that. Mm -hmm. You can go to enchantmentcast.com uh, slash Patreon to also support us, where for $1 a month, you can get found footage of us playing the Dragon Age games. You can also, for $5 a month, watch or listen to Enchantment Cast style episodes for other video games, such as Spider-Man, such as Final Fantasy. It's 15. Such as Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah, 15. Be exact. Not, not one of the good ones. Not I'm one sorry. of the good ones. I'm sorry, everyone. I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can also go to enchantcast.com slash Discord, where you can talk to us and other listeners about various topics, Dragon mm -hmm. Age and otherwise. We also haven't said this, but make sure to ask for the spoiler-safe role so you can see the channel where Dragon Age spoilers are allowed. Yes, because, because we need to my, protect Manny. My, my baby innocent eyes or and ears cannot listen to spoilers. The amount that he's known about Dragon Age has not increased since April of last year. <laughs> because mm. that's the last time we played Dragon Age. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast and email us at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com and you can rate and review us EnchantmentCast.com slash Apple. And that's that. And that's that. And I guess you're Brandon. You've been Brandon. And you've been Manny. And this has been Enchantment. And, uh, enjoy your day. Doesn't have to be a Magic oh. Kingdom. It is open, though. It is open at this point, but I don't want well, you to you go. you probably shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. Don't enjoy your day at Magic Kingdom. Stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs>